So you have a teenager and you want what's best for them, but sometimes you just don't know what to do. I mean, we've all been there, right? Well, welcome to How to Be the Parent That Your Teenager Needs You to Be, where with each episode, we explore the issues, the questions, the concerns, and the challenges that you face as a parent with a teenager. If your goal is to empower your teenager to be their absolute best, and to bring the peace, joy, warmth, and love back into your homes where you've come to the right place. Well, with this episode, this we are starting the fourth week of our No Blaming, No Complaining, and No Justifying Challenge. And I've got a few insights I wanted to share just about how this can impact your everyday life experience. So let's get started. Well, hello again, everyone. My name is Jim White, and I'm an author, coach, and the founder of the Family Enrichment Academy. And today is the start of week four of our No Blaming, No Complaining, and No Justifying Challenge. And I've got a few insights today around how this challenge can impact your everyday life experience. But before we dive into that, I did wanna mention one other item. I wanted to let you know that I do have a free resource for you. Uh, what I have, and a, a common question that I get from parents is just, you know, how do I get my teenager to open up and talk a little bit more? Well, the, the best answer is to ask better questions. And so this free resource, I have t 10 questions you should never ask your teenager. Think of these as like conversation killers. And then I also have 10 great questions. These are the conversation starters. And if you click the link below or in the show notes, it'll take you to our website and you can download this free resource. So be sure to check that out. So on to our topic uh, for today and the start of, again, a week four of our, our challenge, I wanted to talk a little bit about how this um, approach and, and trying to be mindful of when you're blaming, complaining, or justifying and making a shift away from that, how that can affect your everyday life experience. And it's, it's all built around kind of the way we process information. Actually, in my book, I talk a little bit about this. So let me just lay out the, the steps first, and then I'll give you an example of something that actually happened to me here just a couple of days ago. So the first thing to keep in mind, again, there's, sort of, there's a sequence that we go through when we encounter a circumstance. Um, so the circumstance happens. The next thing that happens is that we interpret the circumstance and we either judge it from a fearful or a love-based mindset and it's through that interpretation that gives rise to our emotional experience you know the feelings or the emotions that we encounter um, now last week we also talked about that also out of that um, the way we interpret the circumstance that also determines how we act or respond to that circumstance as well and so one of the reasons that we're going through this challenge is to try to be aware of and make that shift from being fearful, which is where the blaming, complaining, and justifying comes in, and shifting to more of a love-based mindset. And in doing that, it's going to help us to create better results on the other end. But I would also, today I wanted to bring up the idea that this also just creates a better life experience for you as well. Now, let me give you the example I was talking about. So uh, we actually went to a Christmas show. Um, as you know, we're in December when I'm recording this, but we went to a Christmas show uh, a couple days ago. And as part of the package that we bought, we bought valet parking. Well, as we pulled up to the theater, the, uh, in short, the, the valet parking area and the poor attendants were just overwhelmed with cars. 
and it literally it took us almost 20 25 minutes to move about 50 yards and get into and get our card to be valeted um, and so it was one of those circumstances that presented itself and I have to admit, my initial response was to complain, right? That makes sense, right? Dang it, you know, why don't they have more people working? Why didn't they think this through better? Um, didn't they know they were going to have this many cars here all at once? So there was this complaining that was happening. And then also blaming, you know, blaming the, the, the attendants that were doing the work. You know, they weren't doing it in a way that was efficient. And can you see how, you know, my mind was kind of going there. The interesting thing is when that happens, what it was doing was disrupting my peace and harmony at that moment, right? I was experiencing frustration. I was experiencing, um, it didn't really anger, it was more of a frustration. And again, just a overall sort of, a, uh, ang and I was anxious about getting in and making it in time to get to the show. The point being is that that approach disrupted and affected my experience in the moment sitting there. And I was able to, I, I noticed it as we've talked about through this challenge and said, you know what, I really kind of felt compassionate for the, uh, some compassion for the attendants the, that were working there because it was really a struggle for them. And then also you just got to forgive a little bit and let that go. And what happened is my peace of mind came back and I was able to relax, if you will, and we did, you know, we made it into the show and everything worked out. And I was able to shift that experience for those 15 or 20 minutes from one of being frustrated to one of experiencing, you know, just some peace and relaxing. And again, having some compassion and trying to send a few good vibes to those poor uh, attendants that were working the valet that day. So again, the reason I bring this up as part of the challenge is not only does it affect our results by the actions that we take, if we can make this shift, it also impacts our just our life experience as well. Think about those times when you caught yourself complaining, blaming, or justifying. You know, what were you experiencing in that moment? And if you can make that shift, and again, the three keys that we like to shift to is forgiveness, compassion, and gratitude. Make that move, you'll notice yourself and your experience shifting as well. So another great reason to participate in this challenge, and again, we talked last week about engaging your teenager, having them participate as well. This is a form of emotional intelligence when you think about it. You're giving your teenager some tools to use for when they start to feel those negative emotions pop up. You know, they can catch themselves and they're probably complaining, blaming, or justifying and maybe start to make that shift, which again is a form of emotional intelligence. Think about that for a few minutes and, and work that in for this week. So, as always, um, I did wanna remind you that I do have those 10 questions, those 10 great questions um, for getting your teenager to open up and talk a little bit more. And then I also have those 10 questions you should never ask, you know, the conversation killers. There's a link below, you can get to that resource and I just really encourage you to check that out. As always, it's truly an honor to be able to serve and support you as you move along your parenting journey. And I really hope you've been able to engage with this, with this challenge and hopefully maybe seen some impact from it as well, because that's what it's all about for me. It's how can, you know, how can we take and move, move everybody forward and, and experience some growth and development. So until next time, remember, a change in perspective changes everything.